I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What are you going to leave for us, you people in your big cars, spewing pollution into the air? You people with heavy feet, trampling down the wilderness. You people who peer into the back seats of our cars, hours after you come out of the back doors of your motels. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. My name is Scott Johnson. It is our final Sacktober episode of the show and roughly our 10-year anniversary. Two days shy. Woohoo! Yep. Happy anniversary, guys. 10 years of Film Sack. How do you feel? Give me a feel. Roughly. 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 roughly I feel. Right. <laughs> yeah. It feels great. Yeah. It feels great. It feels yeah. pretty good. They're all going to laugh at us. Yeah, they're all, you I hope. Laugh God, I hope. Uh, right. 2009. Nobody's gonna laugh at us. <laughs> Nobody's gonna laugh at us. <laughs> 2009, uh, October 29th of that year was our very first episode where we covered the film Kroll, and here we are, lo, these ten years later, one full decade. Isn't it time for a reboot with Kroll with uh, Jason Momoa? Isn't that? Am I feeling that? <laughs> is he? He is who you call, right? For those right. Uh, action action remakes. Oh, is he our guy now? I didn't realize. See our remake. Oh yeah, okay. he's always he's doing everything. He's doing some kind of original series on Apple TV yeah, yeah. or something. I, yeah, yeah. He's all over the no, place. You, get, you get Avatar guy. You get uh, oh, oh uh, <laughs> wait a minute, Sam <laughs> Worthington. You think him? Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington <laughs> is your star in your crawl. Nope. In your crawl. Uh, no, right. it's it needs to be John Cena, and that's the final word. <laughs> all right, <laughs> fine. I'll take. John I thought Cena. he moved on to comedies, like with the and that's why it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Fireman uh, get a little lady. Fireman comedy. get a lady comedy. There you go. He's always a. No, he seems like he's always a fireman, doesn't it? Yeah, isn't that isn't that the current name of the movie he's in? Yeah. Fireman I, get a little three firemen and a little lady. Yep. That's the one. Yep. 
We'll sack that in another 10 years. Big man has to take care of little kids. <laughs> or when it comes to streaming in four weeks. Yeah, good point. <laughs> hey, uh, check it out, everybody. It's uh, me, Scott Johnson, also joining me today. Brian, we like to start our movies with all the nudity done away. Oh, yeah. Slow-mo pan across all that things. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. Oh, hi. Hi. Welcome to hell, Carrie. We've been expecting you. Hopefully you took notice of all the graffiti signs we've been leaving around town for the last couple of weeks to prepare you. Now come on in and burn a while. <laughs> I'm kidding. This is hell. You burn forever. Okay, so let's see. Here is your first turd in hell ration. Just go ahead and eat that one up and uh, get a taste of what to expect. Oh, don't worry. We call it a ration, but really there's just an endless supply of shit down here. Up next <laughs> is the sign-up sheet for the Devil's Dance. You may know it back on Earth as The Prom. This year's theme is Bring Your Mom to Prom. And speak of the devil, there's your mom now trying to save Tommy from eternal damnation. You're too late, Margaret. Now get back in your prayer pantry and pray to scary Jesus until the devil dance. <laughs> oh, hell, I see Billy is over at the Lake of Fire smashing hogs with a sledgehammer. Well, Carrie, we'll just have to finish this up later. Hey, Billy, stop it. Stop enjoying yourself. This is hell for Pete's sake. At least act like you're miserable. Can't hide from me, Billy. I can see your stupid silhouette. <laughs> what a weird Moron. thing to pull. Yeah, his dumb silhouette behind the stairs. Oh, yeah. Right. What a weird thing that was. They'll never see me. Did yeah. you enjoy the foreshadowing graffiti that kept telling you what was going to happen at the end of the movie? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Awful yeah. lot of pigs, too, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, also with us, Randy, I can see his dirty pillows, Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian. Randy. Uh, I don't know why that caught me. (laughs) Well, you know, it's your dirty pillows. (laughs) Uh Hold on. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Okay. Aloha. Um, Okay. Uh, Let me just. just Composure. (laughs) What just happened? I don't know. They're all going to laugh at you. I know. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, did I ever tell you boys about the time I had a very first successful business? No. My, mm. my very first? Number one. No. Uh, maybe it was my second or third venture, you know. Anyway, event planning. Event planners take your money and then spend about half of it on your event while pocketing the rest. And you too can pull off a memorable, and I mean extremely memorable high school prom every time if you follow my three easy rules number one let the kids do everything teenagers are amazing decorators who are known for showing up and working long hours on a project without getting distracted Mm. number two let the kids do everything your job as adults is to be guests at the prom party You'll mingle with the kids as naturally as adults and teenagers always do. Number three, let the kids do everything. The less you know about what a bunch of kids are doing up in them rafters over the stage, the better the party is going to be. Yeehaw! Red light inside, everyone died. (laughs) (laughs) Was the red light... We'll get get to that. I got a question about that red light. It's going to be... Yeah, I have questions. Anyway, uh, also sure. with us finally, Brian. He sends more mixed signals than Travolta's girlfriend in the car, Ebbett. 
<laughs> well, I thought she sent pretty one pretty steady signal. Yeah. Hey, Courtney, I sure am glad you agreed to go to prom with me. And oh, oh. my gosh, you look great. Oh, oh, hold on. They're about to announce the king and queen of prom. <gasps> wow, it's Tommy and Carrie White. That's crazy. Look at them up on stage. Oh, my God. I can totally see why we're clapping. Okay. Oh, still clapping? All right. Well, it seems like an awfully long time to just keep applauding the two of them on stage. But I guess if, you know, that's what we're all doing, then, you know, I'll do it too. Okay. So, so still clapping? Okay. Um, hey, you ever wonder why a bunch of the kids at this school look like they're in their mid to late 20s? Especially that uh, quote unquote girl with the, with the big old Jesse Raphael glasses. She looks like she's 35. Yeah. Still, still, still clapping? Okay. Hey, what's that girl doing there with the rope? With the rope? I mean, rope. I said rope. <laughs> the rope. The rope. <laughs> oh, oh, we're stopping clapping now. Oh, good. My hands were getting sore. I'm sure sore hands are about the worst thing that's going to happen to me tonight, right? <laughs> you smell smoke? Right. That smoke. Uh, oh my gosh! They did clap a long time. They clapped for oh. a long time with no reason to sit there and keep clapping. Yeah, and does anyone? St- and and Carrie almost. I was almost waiting for the blood. I'm like, please come on. She's just standing there going, <laughs> "Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you." No one does that. No, no. But, no, like she won the Academy Award or something for best. You like actress me? You really like me? That would come later for coal miner's daughter. Yeah. That's when she'd win. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> I'd forgotten, by the way, I just, I just started watching uh, at the behest of so many people started watching, um, uh, uh, oh crap. What's it called? The uh, Stephen uh, King, uh, Hulu, uh, anthology. Oh, yeah. Castle, Rock. Castle, Castle Rock. Rock. I started watching Castle season Rock two. and I'm on season one still cause I missed it. Um, I know season two just landed, but anyway, it's uh, fun to see all of these actors from previous King adaptations show up mm. and I forgot she's in this. Uh, she's straight oh, up really? Sissy Spacek is totally in that first season as a well. yeah as a as a as a regu- as a character that's you know all throughout the thing and Tim Robbins is in the second season from uh, hmm. from your Shawshank Redemption there and I know you like that Lizzie Kaplan but I do oh, she's like a, that she's not in the first season is she no so season two as far as I know okay I think it's all separate I mean they're completely separate characters and stories each season it's oh like, gotcha okay right. it's like Fargo or whatever self-contained like a American horror story Fargo yeah yeah so uh anyway it's fun to see her in there because I just watched that and then boom here we are watching Carrie so that's the film 1996 or sorry 1976's Carrie uh with your with your sissy spacek and your uh, I had no idea John Travolta was anywhere near this I thing. Forgot I forgot John Travolta totally was in forgot. that thing. Yeah, I totally forgot. I didn't know. Had boy, no but idea. boy, he didn't mind slapping his girlfriend around. Yeah, Jeez, a lot of slapping in this movie, she, and mostly in her in mostly in her yeah. direction. Mostly her getting slapped. Yeah, right. So wh- how do you guys? Ex- Allen, by how, the way. how do y'all yeah. explain how? How is it Chris. possible I never saw this? I've no, I've never seen it. You've never oh, seen wow. No. Nope. Okay, so oh, wow. cool. I think I think the obvious reason is. This movie uh, starts with hard R nudity, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and yeah. I just can't imagine in the, I don't know, the first 15 years after it came out, mm. that it was even available for you, Scott Johnson, to see. Well, I'm yeah, sure it was. It, it, was been... in th- it was in like video stores and stuff. I just, I just never... I the whole know. first part of the movie would have been under a towel for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I saw this. I think I saw this on TV the first time I ever saw it years ago, because I cut you know yes i never saw this in the theaters i mean i was well, we were like young. we were like five or six years old then or something yeah right. it's, so, weird to, it's weird to think of a tv version of this because not because you'd have to cut a lot I, like there's only really specific little bits there's a lot of 
of just out of frame stuff, you know, like the the head in the car is just out of frame. The the John Travolta massacring a pig is just out of frame, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But then like how do you how do you get the real big climax of the movie if you if you cut the mom being impaled? Like that's just you know you know what I'm saying? Like how do you de- demonstrate what's happening? I I actually think that I saw Boy, back in the 80s, it seemed like there were these movies that came out that were collections of the endings of other movies. Ah, like it was like a, a tribute to horror films. And so you basically right, would right. get like these clips of slasher films and then you'd get this, this clip is before of Jerry. YouTube, people. Yeah. This is before YouTube. But I remember that this being, I don't remember if it was necessarily in theaters. No, there was one that was in theaters and it was like rolling or something in the aisles. Uh, oh, yeah, what you're talking aisles. about. Yeah, and these were all popular around the same time as those Faces of Death things were hitting. Kind of, the, yeah. It was like Ktel's greatest hits, but with horror films. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a, a theater thing. And there was another one that was like that, too. And I remember seeing, I saw that the prom scene of Carrie before I saw anything else. And I think it was years mm-hmm. later that we just finally rented the, the, uh, the, the DVD and watched it. Yeah. Right. Also, Scott, this is apparently one of the first like major examples of the trailer spoils the film. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. And yeah. people mm-hmm. uh, people were really not just a little bit. People like noted that they didn't go see this movie because the trailer had all of and it, I watched the trailer I'm like, "Oh wow, the trailer shows you the entire end of every character, including John Travolta." Yeah. Like like they literally show you John Travolta in his first major role, and then boom, his car explodes. Like what? Yeah. Not only that, they the like the poster and the cover the the cover art is the the end scene as you know juxtaposed to her all clean and pretty and you know not covered in blood. That in a way is a weird spoiler. And also, it's one thing to spoil a movie through its you know marketing material, its trailers and stuff like that, but it's a whole other thing to have this movie. I mean, the movie is not long, but it but it goes a long time right. before we get there. It is a long time before any of this starts to happen. There's only hints of her kinetic abilities. She only knocks over a few things here and there, shuts the windows on her mom, you know, dumb well, stuff like that. It's funny you say that because I feel like, uh, again, it's been years since I've seen this, but I feel like, oh, my God, we're already we're already yeah, setting up the prom stuff like it feels like we're that's how i in the movie before we're already setting up the prom and i felt like i could have sworn it was like oh you know we had several several weeks of classroom hazing and teasing and picking on her yeah, and, and stuff and like that just, before we even mentioned prom mm, but that that's just the book is always better trope right like mm. The, in the no, book, because I, I never read the book. I just think <laughs> that, that I added true, so much stuff. It may be true, but uh, but I just remember. I thought I remember there being so much more exposition. I, I, I thought really yeah. quickly. Terror in the Isles was the movie I was thinking of. Nineteen eighty four oh. documentary hosted yeah. by Donald Pleasance and Nancy Allen from uh, from Carrie here from Ro- from RoboCop. Oh, from, sorry, not from RoboCop. Ed, Ed RoboCop but it was basically like it was uh, a string of horror clips from uh like 30 i'm looking at a list of like 30 in here all the halloween movies up to that point texas chainsaw massacre uh the birds frogs jaws one and two american we've seen a lot of these 
<laughs> yes, exactly. And but they just show you like it's almost like uh, you can skip seeing the whole movie. Here's the best part. Here's wow. the prom scene from from Carrie. What Here's... an odd thing to do. Like I understand. I guess we do that with YouTube compilations now, right? Last well, yeah, that's exactly what kind YouTube of. is turned yeah. into. Right. Yeah. And this is, you know, it's written, it's it's presented as a documentary, although it's not really like there's any analysis going along with it where it says, you know, well, now we now let's take a look at where the the horror film is transformative of the blah, blah, blah and the such and such. The blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Donald <laughs> Pleasance. I haven't heard that name in a while. But Brian, I think the Halloween guy, wasn't he? The doctor in Halloween? Yeah. yeah right? Yes. Yeah. I think you're right yeah. about it. He's been on this show before, but I don't remember in what context. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Randy. So, Brian, I think the best yes. example of the book, the book get, get, takes more time to explain things, because of course it does, it's a book, mm-hmm. is in in Carrie getting her powers at the very beginning of the film. Mm. At, the, mm. at, at the very beginning of this of this movie, Carrie just suddenly develops. Like, it's just like... Oh, and demon inside. Like well, you, you but, don't, you don't right. have any kind of explanation. You don't have any kind of her thoughts about it, right? Because she's sullen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the book, you get to find out everything about that, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a, yeah. you can actually be in her head and know what she's thinking in a book, right? Yeah, I think De Palma sure. did a good job at that because he drew parallels between her uh, burgeoning womanhood and her her talents her powers developing yeah her powers yeah. so i, I kind thought it was of, actually a real interesting parallel that i don't know if they're really but if you didn't read the book you might go you might look at this and go wait so do all women get these right crazy? you know what i'm saying like <laughs> this movie this, i think sex you know what i'm saying covered that's that randy but yeah the book too probably yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that's a good point like i i never read the book either it's one of the only king books i haven't read it's his first book and it's also his first adaptation to film he was apparently very pleased with it i guess the ending's different but he likes the film ending like there's a lot of talk about the he really thought this turned out good i mean this is curious about that ending too about the what the actual what the book ending is so yeah randy do you know what the book is it's been since the 80s since i read carrie i cannot recall much of any comparatives yeah randy have you read recently i haven't read it recently yeah um does anyone remember I, I how mean, it ends? Like, this, what was the? Do they all laugh? This at story. <laughs> this story. This is a really typical Stephen King story, where he has he has the main character get revenge on her torturer or torturers, as it were. But the torturers are all also fighting against what they think is, you know, evil, which is in her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, no one wins, right? Everybody loses. Right. That's right. A, a classic Stephen King thing. Mm-hmm. And it's—I I, I guess I my regret is that we held it up as our sort of Halloween film this year because it's really not that scary. Like it's—it's nothing—it's nothing like some of the actually scary horror movies we've seen. And it's a lot more of you know a coach talking to a. 27 year old pretending to be a teenager about her feelings you know no you're Uh right about that but i did i thought about this the whole time because it's on some list of like it's like 16th on the list of scariest movies ever from some reputable list and i i know i thought that's a little little high i I, but i'm gonna say this i watched it with a i watched it with a couple of 14 year olds and they were scared shitless well okay when i got to the prom and then the tension began with the bucket Mm-hmm. So so during the part that was ridiculously long clapping, this is and this by the way is also a thing that uh, that director um, Brian De Palma Brian De Palma does, 
in his movies. In fact, this this scene yeah. is basically the scene from The Untouchables, his greatest film, in my the opinion. The baby carriage going slowly down the stairs. Yep, and the, yep. Yeah. Everything gets mm-hmm. slow. Everything goes slow motion. The tension is high. The music highlights it. Like it's, He's very good at that. And to me, that really jumped out. And from then till the end of the school burn... It was really harrowing. Like I was, and not just the part after that she went nuts and started killing everybody. What got me was the tension leading up to it. And I knew the whole time what's going to happen, but it didn't matter. Like the tension was built so well. So I have to say props. I don't even think Brian, I think Brian De Palma is a little overrated of that group of dudes who all hung out in the seventies, freaking him and Spielberg and Lucas and, and uh, Scorsese and all those guys are all pals. Uh, He's the one whose movies hit me the least, uh, with very with just a few exceptions. There, he's not the constant hit maker that mm-hmm. these other guys are. Well, but he, once in a while, he'll do a thing, and you'll go, "Oh, dude, that is a that scene." Was, that wasn't his like life calling, though, right? Like that's something he just enjoyed doing, making movies, right? Because he's he's like directs like occasionally. He's like, I think I'll direct every fifth year. Well, oh, really? no, De Palma was a big deal. For a while, you know, yeah. he made Scarface. He made The Untouchables. Yeah, uh, he made the first last, Mission Impossible. Good, Carlito's Way. Right. That's a great movie, yeah, Carlito's Way. But yeah. you know, he he got older and slowed down. Like the guy just doesn't make you know movies yeah. anymore. He made Scarface. He made um, like he's he's known for these like there are movies movies where you're like oh yeah that dude he does stuff. He mm-hmm. he, he directed forty three films. He's got a new one in the makes. Oh, he's not making Predator, 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 is he? Hold on. It's It's been said. He's been named. Really? That doesn't mean anything's going to actually happen. Okay. He's been named. Because it says announced, huh. but not in production, so we'll see what that means. Yeah. But he's, in, he's finishing some movie named called Domino and then Sweet Vengeance, but pri- previous to this, the one you probably know is 2006's Deli- The Black Delilah, I guess. Right. Dahlia. 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 Did I say Delilah? Dahlia. I meant Dahlia. <laughs> Uh, Mission to Mars. Remember that piece of shit in two oh, thousand? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a bad movie. Hey, you got to You got to give uh, De Palma some props for Gary because this is his first real big production, and he only had one point eight million budget to work with, and uh, and that was mostly in 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 cleaning up Travolta's Pixar, but uh, it was. <laughs> It, it was interesting. I, I thought it was pretty interesting what, what he did here. Uh, and some things that I almost feel like some movies, I'll watch something, especially like the opening shower scene with the ladies in the locker room. And at first I was like, oh, this is so gratuitous. We don't mm-hmm. need this slow motion pan across doing all this stuff. But then when the reveal of her, you know, of of Carrie actually having her period, I kind of got it. I'm like, OK, so this wasn't really necessarily gratuitous. It was this emotion that he was creating with the music and the slow motion video and the vision. And then it, you know, this this reveal and her thinking that she's, you know, she's dying. I actually thought it kind of worked there, even though at first I was like, that's just too gratuitous. Well, well yeah, too like, real. he's good at that stuff. And he's also he's I don't think the inner like all the dialogue in between this, you know, like lots of in between dialogue between characters is all that great. It's all kind of right, right, stiff mm-hmm. and lame. Well, and it, it, it was a thing yeah, of its yeah. time too. The music's really shitty and stuff like that. But oh man, the music is distractingly shitty. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're watching uh, when they're doing calisthenics. It's yeah. almost like yeah. porn music in the background playing with yeah. the uh, yeah, it, 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 it absolutely it jumps synthesizer. It yeah. jumps around a lot. How about this, this is, one? This is what happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
What's the, what's the music budget? Five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> Just like a porn. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, by the way, we talk about directors who, who uh, cut their teeth on MTV. Brian De Palma, uh, obviously, you know, did movies before his one music video that he that he directed. But in his music video, uh, Bruce Springsteen pulls a then young Courtney Cox up onto oh, up onto yeah. the stage to do uh, Dancing in the Dark. The, oh, the Carlton dance. Nice. The Carlton dance, as it would be evolved into. <laughs> Wait a minute, does she do the Car- does she does the Carlton dance in that video? Well, she well, originates. The, she, similar. Origi- she originates the Carlton dance according to uh, Alfonso. He really. He said, yeah, he says that he it is a it is a a mixture of that a dance that Courtney Cox did uh, and several other things. But oh, I had yeah, no idea that that oh, was yeah. uh, where that comes yeah. from. They should yep. call it the Courtney Alton dance. <laughs> or just call it the Courtney. Yeah, the court doing <laughs> the Courtney. <laughs> That's amazing. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, Courtney Cox is the mom of the Carlton dance. Wow. Mm. That's crazy. They should, somebody yeah, should, recut, somebody should recut that video with Alfonso Ribeiro up there dancing on stage. Oh, that'd be Chris great. Chris I'm sure they have. Yeah. Surely, Here's right? Alfonso's. This is Alfonso's mom when he said he was going to do that on, on TV. They're all going to laugh at you. Oh, I know. And I agree. Right. <laughs> and they were right. Hey, tell you, Brian De Palma is the dad of the orbital shot. I should say the unnecessary orbital shot. <laughs> yeah. And right. like, my, my long memory of this film is always going to be the camera suddenly lifting up and showing me the soon-to-be bald spots on all of these aging actors' <laughs> heads. The ones playing teenagers. Right. Yeah, for no reason. I, I like this whole movie. Not. Just this whole I movie. I got a lot of hair. I found myself bracing for. I'm I'm surprised he didn't do it in the locker room. Like yeah. seriously, like uh, mm. I, I guess I guess he wanted to keep the camera low so we could see all exactly. that bush. Yeah, he, but, <laughs> well, he did because we were. That was our eventual endpoint was at Carrie's waist, right? So yeah, that was where yeah. it was going. Yeah, they're they're just, baby makers. It was a statement. Yeah, they're weird. It, I I weird. I never knew Brian De Palma overused this one thing, and it, like this movie, <laughs> it just all the time. You're just like looking at a scene. I'm like, oh wait, why are we lifting off? Why are we going to heaven? What's happening? <laughs> but, oh, now we're looking down on the same scene. Why are we doing this? Why? 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 I, I thought billion... there, was a, there was a little Batman in there, right? The '60s Batman. That was the first time I ever noticed. Oh, a little there was bit. like yeah. this this you know adjustment of camera where cameras are angled and you know, they do all these weird. That's because they found they found freaking uh, cranes and figured out how Cherry to attach stuff yeah, to them. Yeah. How to use all that stuff. I think you're right. And but it, I, there's this. It makes there, you feel it makes you feel disoriented though. So that's that's a good thing. Uh, in horror it's movie. true. It but when like when he's when Billy and her are dancing, I actually really thought that was right. awesome. That was really sweet. And uh, the camera's zipping oh, yeah. around, so but sweet. it it really held up. Like that that did not mm-hmm. feel like a thing out of time to me. It felt like a a legitimate thing. And I think you know, I, I what's his name? Um, what's William Cat. Cat. Yeah, uh, what happened to William Cap? Because that performance, so, I thought the performance so, was amazing. So okay, it was pretty good. Answer your question. Answer your question. Believe it or not, he's walking on air. <laughs> he's walking on air. Right, 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 right. Listen, yeah. we just saw him in house. What more do you need from William Cat? Yeah, right. right? I mean, uh, born in fifty one, that would have made him how old here? Twenty four. Yeah, he's in his twenties. Yeah. yeah, they were all in their twenties, yeah, except no, but... for Edie McClurg, who was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, I actually, you know what? I'm not going to complain too much about that because, uh, like, Travolta looks younger than all of his co-stars, but they did cast people that all looked about the same age to play right. teenagers. And right. like, the mistake would have been if they put any actual teenager in amongst them, they then that that would have made Sissy Spacek look like she was 50. Yeah, and so they just right. didn't. I think she uh-huh. actually the two the two people that 
struck me as the most realistically young um, for the for the roles were actually Sissy Spacek and Nancy, not Nancy Allen. Um, what's her name? Can't remember her name. Oh, Amy Irving. Amy Irving. I thought she looked yeah, really great. Uh, she looked she looked like a you know a senior to me. Uh, but right. here's the thing: none of those movies or those TV shows at the time ever hired actual kids for it. It was always, no. in fact, Travolta was what that same year yeah. was ha- was hitting it big on yeah. Welcome Back, yeah, Cotter, was- which was supposed to be high school, which is you know totally unbelievable. But he he looked younger, younger and he later. was he was three, four, five, five years younger than Sissy Spacek, John Travolta. Right? Yeah, yeah, but oh, he was wow. playing the older, right? He was playing out of school, right? When right, right. Oh, I yeah. thought he was just. Oh, I'm you're right. Like, no, no, no. He graduated uh, or left right. school or whatever, but yeah, he wasn't in school anymore. He, get, he keeps getting older and they keep staying the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> does yeah, not know how to drink a beer to save his life. <laughs> oh, my no, God. No. Well, why was he driving in the slow lane? Because everybody was past him. It was just right. like, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for grandma to come by. <laughs> well, it's not like he's driving grease lightning. I've been waiting. I couldn't wait to ask you guys this question. This, so sure. this is a thing. This is a thing that I am I am telling you the truth. I'm not this is not a gag. Okay. In in actual reality, when I was a teenager, I lived in a town of let's say 20 to 25,000 people. Okay. And there was so there was a main street through town. And it was about 10 blocks long. And all of the main businesses were on that street and then the little side streets that came off of it for one block, right? Right. When I was a teenager, Everyone who had access to a car of a certain age, like let's say everyone 14 to 20, on Friday nights was driving the car down that street. Of course. And it was like a parade, a parade of of kids in cars. You'd go down to the very end of the street and turn around and come back. That's right. And I... I sometimes tell people this and they are just like, no, that never happened. And I'm like, I lived it. I remember everybody being out doing that. And so whenever I see it kind of sort of depicted in a movie, I'm like, yeah, that's realistic. Yeah, I did it. But I like totally did it. So, okay. So you, you, you believe in that? No, I not only believe in it. We used to go down there every weekend and do, we called it dragging main and we, it was main street downtown and we would go down there in the car, roll down the windows and. Everybody would drive up and down Main Street over and over and yell at girls, and girls would yell back. Yeah. And yeah. now we were more '80s. Like I, I was more like late '80s whenever I was in my teenage years. So we we cruised the mall. So we like just looped around the mall in the car. Oh, you so looped like, around the mall. This one did go right by the mall. Um, the one we had. So we had the one up in Longmont, and then they started putting up signs saying no, you know, no, no loitering traffic, basically no cruising. And then everybody moved down to Westminster, which is actually a lot closer to Arvada, and they'd go back and forth. And that one was right by the Westminster Mall, but it was still it was still just back and forth along uh, 88th Avenue. Yeah, it's a forth. thing. Everybody did it. Yeah, long, been doing like, it as long as teenagers has had, has had cars, I think they've been cruising. They do I don't it know now. because I don't think like Nick doesn't know about cruising, does he? Sure, or? him and his friends did this. His uh, his sister uh, it, okay. Ta- Taylor and her friends did it. I think it's a thing. And by the way, before anyone emails me from who's local, because I screwed it up, we it was state, not Maine. It was State Street. Oh, jeez, Scott. Yeah. Oh, but state, now that I think state about Maine, it, you're making all of these names up. We all know that the streets in Salt Lake City are one thousand six hundred ninety-four point three. And yeah, it is a lot of weird numbers like that. But we do have a, we have a Main Street and we have a and we have State Street. And on State Street, there's also a mall. So maybe that was part of it. But it was always late at night. We were doing this at like eleven. 
you know. Oh yeah. I mean, we didn't have the. Well, let's face it. I mean, it's different times now because we didn't have the internet. You couldn't swipe right. You would have to drive right. That's yeah. what you did. That's how you yeah. met people. I think yeah. it still happens. I think people are still there's still a drive to like. I don't know. I'd be curious to see. I'll have to ask uh, Tristan if he. If he if they do cruising still yeah I'm sure you're, I'm sure your son wants to get that question yeah. hey son <laughs> whatever I'm really, I'm really old know, and out of touch Could while you... he's living in my while he's back living in my house he's open to interrogation <laughs> that's so right. it, you know that's you right. want you don't want to get interrogated move out yeah. dad don't live here you don't want questions don't live here exactly yes that's fantastic whatever Tristan get in the prayer pantry and say some prayers to the scary jesus exactly <laughs> do it oh yeah which apparently is not a scary jesus i was curious about that too right um right. the trivia says that it's actually oh saint because, sebastian i think yeah because he's not really I, it just seems funny when you say scary jesus but yeah he's not really yeah. he's not really crucified like like christ was and right. of course at the end uh, she she does the same pose as him with yeah because that's what I wonder what's with all the arrows yeah. in Jesus like that's right. not normal right, so right. it's obviously not yeah. him but what's with the glowing eyes that's a weird deal yeah, yeah no, Saint Sebastian actually had glowing uh, those glowing eyes until Jesus made him a pair of ruby quartz glasses to kind of get his powers in check <laughs> well, that's so funny yeah that that was most of what she was most of what she was saying was like a lot of it was fictitious like you know it wasn't it she wasn't actually quoting. Scripture actual scripture yeah. Gotcha. yeah yeah like like was, what is that she's making a lot of stuff up also <laughs> sure. uh, the the somebody on twitter i put up a picture of that all stabbed up looking jesus guy and somebody on twitter yeah. said wait jesus was a go old from stargate he looks like one yeah. of those stargate <laughs> with those stupid eyes man so weird. perhaps yeah but i, I assume those are plugged was. in right like there was like a lamp in oh there. yeah okay yeah i, I find I, it i think it's just white weird paint. weird I find no it really I, think it was, I think it actually really glowed you might be right. <laughs> I find it really interesting that the the actress who played the mom was Piper Laurie, and mm-hmm. she uh, didn't she didn't think her character was close enough to realistic to 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 work. Mm. Like she mm-hmm. was constantly pushing back on Brian De Palma's depiction of this mom, and I I didn't know that watching the movie. I was just watching the movie, and I thought, oh wow, that's so realistic. Like I knew kids who were tortured by their parents oh, because absolutely. they had had drank too much of the juice. And like I, you know, so like I actually saw this as man, that's so that's so scary because it's real. And then I'm reading, and the you know Piper Laurie, the actress, is like apparently bursting out into laughter as soon as they call take because you know, like, whoa, that's weird. Like, how did I'm this? I'm so happen? gonna laugh at this. I'm so right. gonna laugh at this. How did Carol she? How did she prepare? <laughs> right, right. Like her um, vocalization like, is nuts. Like. I, you're right. Yeah. Like the trivia is full of this stuff about her and her portrayal, and she arguing with our with the director about whether this is the right thing or not, and you have to try to explain to her that she needs to be so over the top and all that. But man, the voice and the way she just chose to like have her have her. Uh, she nailed it. The way she would enunciate yeah. things is mm-hmm. so iconic. And again, this is my first time seeing this, but now I get it. I get why she's such a trope and such a meme. Right. You know, yeah. there was and there was a lot of I mean, there was a lot of intentional overacting in this film. I mean, all the way from Travolta drinking his beer, you know, it. you can't just drink a beer in a car when you're an actor. You have to like splash it on your face so that people well, really get that you're drinking a beer. So do you think right? it's intentional overacting? I mean, I know Piper Laurie, he was directing yeah. her to kind of overact, but I think it's just I think a lot of these people were just in their first roles and they yeah, were like yeah. figuring out how to act. And mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. yeah. I think it was a little bit of both. I By think the way, it was just inexperience all across the board. She's but they did a great job. Uh, she's was born in thirty two, 
uh, still with us, 87 years old, still rocking it. Oh, Piper Laurie? Yeah. And uh, yeah, the only other Piper Laurie thing that I'm familiar with, well, the only other thing I see her have seen her in is Twin Peaks. Like she was a regular, she was uh, the the woman who owned the mill and was like a powerful, right. mm-hmm. powerful character in Twin Peaks and died, I think, in a fire in the wood mill or something. Yeah. But uh, uh, other than that, that is that is all I know about Piper Laurie. And apparently, she's you know done a lot of stuff, just not the kind of stuff that. That I've watched. Well, check this out. Think, here's her. Here's her. Uh, here's some trivia that, that you'll like. In fact, I wrote here. This one's for Ibbitt. Uh, Piper Laurie appeared in Twin Peaks, like you said, 1990. Nancy Allen appeared in RoboCop in 87, opposite future Twin Peaks cast members Ray Wise and Miguel Ferrer and Dan O'Hurley. So look at all the wow. Look all at all the connections. Connections. Now, I think Amy Irving, uh, who played Sue, and William mm-hmm. Cat, who played Tommy. I think. I think they were, I think they brought a better performance than just about anybody else. I think so too, especially Amy Irving. Yeah, I actually, yeah. no, I take that back. Both of them did, right? Like the whole believability that she, you're questioning her motives when she's telling Tommy to, to ask Carrie out to right, the prom. Right. And you're thinking, oh yeah, right, they're, they're, you know, going to do this whole thing. And then you see her reaction when she sees what's going on. And it's like, oh wow. She had no idea. That's crazy. Doesn't it seem like it, it's a Good little stuff. crazy that you're saying this about, um, uh, that I even agree with you about William Cat because in everything else William Cat's in, I think he's kind of terrible. He's mm-hmm. great in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just he was relaxed, he was young, he didn't care. Uh, maybe it's well, direction. Also, I don't know what it is, but he really sold it. It was great. Yeah. And also, they let they let the character sort of follow his abilities more. Like in the book, he's you know he's a horrible person who's tricking this uh, you know uh, a, a hero. I don't think she's a hero. Mm-hmm. I don't, what, I don't know what she is really, but uh, anyway, he's a, he's a horrible person who's who's p- committing a horrible horrible prank, and you know so he you get to you get to constantly see that he is uh, you know thinking he's having to think through what he's doing in order to trick her, mm-hmm. and in the movie you see sort of the opposite. It almost looks like someone who starts out looking forward to pranking her and falls in love with her, kind of, kind mm-hmm. of at least feels. You know, feels bad for the way that she's been treated, and is like, oh, you know, kind of, you're actually really cool, and you know, he was never, he was never anything in the movie, right? He was just, just right. Amy and William Cat were both just doing, they were trying to be nice, which was weird, and, but still, and it, it was a hard thing, you know. Initially, is like, okay, well, they're all in this clique with a with uh, Nancy Allen's character and and uh, tomboy who. I guess you have to know she's a tomboy because you only wear sports clothes. Mm-hmm. And she uh, wears that hat even to the prom. P- uh, right, Norma, exactly. Norma. Shut up, Norma. By, by the way, Norma, we saw in uh, that actress in Stripes as one of as one oh, of the girlfriends yeah, right. of uh, Bill Murray and. Uh, huh. uh, oh, what's his face? Uh, is it the one where they where they're, they're making out inside of a, a tool chest or whatever the hell it is? Right, exactly. <laughs> a chest at the end of the bed. I think the I think it was the other one. She was the one who was getting the uh, the. And Jemima treatment from Bill Murray in the kitchen with the, the spatula on the stove. Oh, oh right. Okay. <laughs> you ever have the, you ever have the, the Aunt Jemima treatment? Yeah. <laughs> I'd never by the way, thought of it that uh, way, but yeah. By the way, William Cat, uh, you know, continues to to occasionally appear in things. And uh, if you're listening, Mr. Cat, I just want to I just want to let you know your goatee is like over a decade expired it is so out of date oh just more shave, than that shave I, that what thing. you can you I'm can sorry. wear your goatee cat yeah. he looks he looks so bad he looks like he looks like he's constantly so. 
she's constantly scrapping to be the star in a Kenny Rogers documentary. <laughs> you need to, you need to lose that, buddy. I'm Look sorry. at him. Look at him, though. He's like, uh, I know. He looks I, like he's looks like he's giving a TED talk. Yeah, I like it. I do too. <laughs> Well, like, uh, His IMDb profile. What's he in Seriously. lately? Let's see. Kenny Rogers. He's trying out every day for Kenny Rogers documentary. Oh, I want to know what this is. He's in some TV show called The Thundermans. Oh, you don't watch the. But you want to watch The Thundermans? No. It is a. Uh, it's kind of a kids show. Uh, is it on Disney? I believe it is. I love when we bring up you know, every episode. We bring up some weird, obscure things. Oh, you don't watch. <laughs> It's a Nickelodeon joint. Okay, Nickelodeon. Interesting. You don't watch Frankfurter Town? What, what? Do you, you, don't, you don't have you don't have TV constantly on? What you don't watch Riverdale on Netflix? Right. I mean, come and on. Then we, and then we find out not only does Brian watch it, he he owns the uh, the DVD box set or the Blu-ray right. box set with the, Duh. <laughs> all the bonus content. Uh, I actually, I actually feel like I'm constantly lobbying you guys to watch things, and so I'm glad when Dunaway also gets that rap. <laughs> uh, I, I literally had a, a, an IRL friend uh, come up to me uh, this week and say, uh, "You've watched Peaky Blinders, right?" Of course. And I'm like, I was having deja vu because I feel like I said that on this on this podcast to you guys. I think you did. It was, right. yeah. yeah, it's so weird. I think you uh, literally did say that here. I remember it. Okay, good. Yeah, because I think we were all talking, or I was, see, somebody was saying there was a new season coming, and I was like, I'm way behind, like, three seasons, and we've had this conversation. If it wasn't okay. here, it was some other show. I, I don't remember, right. but it had to have been here. So apparently, I'm I'm the one who is constantly lobbying you to watch things on HBO and Amazon Prime. Dunaway, Dunaway's bringing the Nickelodeon and the MTV stuff. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but I, I don't ask about it. Watch all the crap I watch. I just kind of like watch it, and then when it comes <laughs> up, I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe you guys haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah how come you haven't heard of this? <laughs> right? Well, I don't mind it. You guys don't constantly TV surf like I do. Jeez. Mm. Uh, here's some fun trivia, uh, by the way. Okay, so apparently this is popular with certain directors. Martin Scorsese, who was friends with De Palma, saw the movie three times when it was released in theaters. And according to this, Quentin Tarantino said it is one of his favorite movies of all time. Mm. And there's a there's some feet. There's, there's, there's a lot of feet in that opening scene. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of feet, naked feet. See the feet. Yeah, naked feet. He likes those feet. Pan uh, down, pan down. You <laughs> <laughs> see him talking to this movie from '76. <laughs> pan down. Um, oh, right. she's got her foot up on the bench. All right. Here's another cool one. It says uh, while speaking at a book event in Fort Myers, Florida, in 2010. Uh, Stephen King recalled and told the audience there that he was paid just 2,500 bucks for the movie rights to carry, yeah. uh, which may have seemed like a pittance, certainly is, but he says he has no regrets. Quote, I was I was fortunate to have that happen to my very first book. Well, that's yeah. a nice way yeah, put of him on the it. Put him on the map. I mean, come on. Yeah, look at him now. My gosh, we're in the Kingverse now. Like we over yeah. over 100 uh, TV and movie representations of his work. That is just... And not just that, but like right now we are in renaissance time for him. Like there are right. multiple shows on multiple networks that are doing his thing. There's a Mr. Mercedes series. There's this uh, Castle Rock deal we just talked about. Uh, they got There's that thing on Shutter. Shining sequel coming out. Oh, right. And that's got incredible early buzz. People are really amped Doctor on that. Doctor Sleep. Take a nap. Uh, the other thing was, uh, what's the other thing? that? He, oh, um, uh, he's got that J.J. Abrams joint. Oh, no, 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 the Shudder thing is what I'm thinking of, which is the, uh, we just watched it. Uh, yeah, we just watched the uh, Creep Show. The Creep Show thing. Creep Show, that's, there you go, there you go. I watched Brandy, one of those, you, by the way. Did you watch? I watched oh, one you, of the Shudder you, Creep Shows? How yeah, is it? Yeah, it's very good. And you know what? It's I thought it would just be over-the-top, gory version. Like, you know, just 
they, they would just make scary new horror stories. But it yeah. really sticks to that vibe of this is weird and these people are overacting and this is kind of insane and and, and I like ridiculous. Like you know that kind of weird ridiculous quality, the pulpy quality to that to those movies. They've they've nailed it. It's definitely the, that the dollhouse. The dollhouse, the Smith Smiths episode was just yeah, fantastic. Yeah, wasn't that, that good? One. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so I, I guess what I'm saying is, could he be? He's Lord of could all he media. Be? He's Lord yeah. of everything. Which is funny because in the '90s, when you had like your Maximum Overdrive and uh, late '80s, you know, we were like, all right, well, I guess King's time is is done. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. Right. It, what really? you needed was did, a generation. Did you guys not of, have like? Oh did y'all guys not have like a you know kind of a guilty? love for that kind of crap though i mean i love maximum overdrive randy you read a lot of the well, books and stuff and we're reading the show of course that stuff's yeah. fun in a dumb kind of retro way yeah. but no I one, wanna... no one, you watch you christine got... for the goofiness of it you don't watch it for oh this is this is I, I, fantastic cinema I yeah need to sit down but what what happened in the intervening years i think is a bunch of people our age who grew up reading stephen king books religiously and just could not get enough of this stuff they're the ones now making it and here's, they here's have the my, money and the and the wherewithal and the tech and the whatnot and the millions of streaming services so you yeah. can actually get your stuff out there like it's the perfect con, uh confluence of, Here, of things here's but, my here's my uh test question for people for, to find out if they really like uh watching trash even by stephen king here you ever seen the mangler from 1995 no you haven't seen that? Okay. No, no. I don't need to go. All right, I haven't even heard of it. Now I, tell us all about I, the Blu-ray box I, set. Right. Then, I, then I'm, the, I'm the trashiest person here. All right. That's all I wanted to know. I just needed to know. What is it? Tell know. me about the Mangler. Is it worth We should do it on here, uh, it sounds like. Absolutely. It's, uh, it, it's, there's like this There's this industrial uh, area where there's, okay, there's this big warehouse, big industrial place where there's this machine that's called the Mangler. And there's some uh, there's some bad things going on. It's a laundry it's a, machine. Yeah, it's and a it's laundry possessed. folding machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's possessed by a, a demon, just like your uh, just like your Christines and and that kind of stuff. Oh, Robert England's in it. Interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, Robert England's in it. Yeah. Yep. So that old bad guy. And yeah. see, that's right in the middle of the stretch that everybody thought killed Stephen King. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, he got a, a deal where uh, they were making a mini series out of out of some of his longer books every year. Mm-hmm. And he had in '93 the Tommyknockers was on TV, and yes. then in '94 the Stand that everybody hated was on TV, and then in '95 the Langoliers, which also everybody hated, mm-hmm. was on TV. And at that point, no one knew that Shawshank Redemption was his. Uh, and and the, everyone just declared Stephen King was over. They canceled Stephen King in '95, and it's just fascinating that you know he managed as a as a writer to sort of come out of that. Mm-hmm. And you have uh, just the, the very next year uh, he start we start seeing movies like Thinner, which you know wasn't as bad. And then there was The Shining on TV, not as bad, you know. Mm-hmm. And he just hey. like somehow works you know his what? way up. You know what? I was, I was, I was still hanging out with Stephen King even during the mid nineties. Yeah, of course you I, were. I, I still, uh-huh. I still like those things. That, hey, if you can't love Stephen King at his worst, you know you can't. No, no, no. This is the thing. He was. We had not caught up to him yet. That's what we needed to do. Right. And now, we're, and now we're doing it. <laughs> by There's the a, way, by yeah. the way, the the director of the Mangler. I didn't realize this was Toby Hooper. Yeah, he did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He did. Oh, yeah. Wow. And you know what? You know what, Scott? What the example of a thing that makes it okay for Stephen King to be considered good is like the X-Files. The mm-hmm. X-Files comes along and we're all, oh, yeah, we kind of like this schlock. 
And then, you know, you look back and go, and I guess Stephen King wasn't so bad. Yeah. No, no. Like, uh, in, a, in some ways, a lot of that stuff lifted, you know, from him. Yeah. But no one, no, no one ever decried the quality of the books or any of that. Oh, I forgot this year it too came out, too. Like, there's just it's yeah. just constant Stephen King in our faces right now. And if that if that uh, um, Dr. Sleep is as good as the early buzz is, I mean, it's I that's love a banner the, year. I love the book, by the there, way. There yeah. cannot be... A, a person on IMDb who has more projects that are in the works than Stephen King. Yeah. Like go impressive. to IMDb and look at the projects that are in the works where he is credited. It's at least a hundred things. You think Joe Hill's at home right now uh, having breakfast going, damn bitch, get out my way. <laughs> <laughs> I want to well, make I, some, <laughs> I want my stuff to get made now, dad move. Uh, I would say Charlie Booker is actually the one that's like that, that's got to be suffering the most because, like, how do you come up with something new for Black Mirror at this point? Oh my mm, gosh, yeah. I don't know, but there's a new novel called Cujo Canine Unit Joint Operations. So I guess it's a cyborg. Sounds great. Yeah, it's it's I hmm. can't freaking oh, can't wait for cyborg. I don't know. I have no idea what that is. I'm making that up. I don't either. I don't know if it's like a cyborg kind of thing or if they're like, if there's a canine unit joint operation where they where they give the dog uh, the crazies and it goes out. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, by the way, Travolta got, I, I just had a note here and I almost skipped it. Travolta got second billing on this behind Sissy Spacek only because it was a bit part and not worthy of that. But it was only because there was this raging TV success he was having, and so they decided last minute Mr. to Kata. move him up. Yeah, so he mm. got the he got the Cotter bump, <laughs> the Cotter bump. Yeah, I'll bet you. I'll bet you if uh, just days later after this movie, I'll bet you De Palma wishes he had put Travolta in the William Cat role because Travolta was so much more of a draw oh, than God. William Cat could ever be. Oh yeah, I mean, like the William Cat should have. They should have just flipped him. Like yeah. But I, but in a way, I'm glad they didn't because I think this is maybe William Cat's best work. I hate right. to say it, but you did your best work. You peaked at like 24 or whatever you were. And uh, man, that hair, that hair is, that just hair is gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. I used to think it was long in the uh, Greatest American Hero or whatever. Right? No, no, this is like no. uh, Woo, this is yeah. awesome. I love it. Yeah. Hey, I mean, but, okay. So in any good horror film, there's also moments of just spontaneous laughter because you, you got to break up the, the scary, right? Mm -hmm. The the thing that made me laugh and surprised me the most was the kid on the bike who was like <laughs> doing hovering tree slalom. Yeah. He was doing the tree slalom right? crazy, carry crazy, carry And All of a sudden it's like, and then he's like looking back at her like, Oh yeah. According no. to the trivia, that's uh, Betty Buckley did the voice over overdub of that really? kid. Yeah. So, no. So the teacher, the friendly teacher, is crazy carry, crazy carry. <laughs> he's also he's also the he's De Palma's nephew, I guess that kid. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Not good enough to do his own VO, I guess. But. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no sad card for sad card for you, kid. <laughs> I could have gone with a lot more development around her realizing yeah. that she had powers and testing yeah. her powers. Mm -hmm. yeah, Other than hanging really out in the cool. library, that felt weak to me. Just yeah. like, oh, I learned how to focus my powers by reading books in the library. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't even know if that they even did a good job of implying that that's, you know, it's almost like the pig blood was the f the thing that just suddenly it all locked in and she knew what to do. So in a way, the one you guys talked about, the version where her eyes roll back in her head and she almost loses control and it's not really her anymore. 
I almost prefer right. that idea because it yeah, just yeah. is more consistent with her not knowing what the hell's going on. Um, I do like this feeling though of being conflicted about this character because of the one on the one hand you feel for her and you want her to be treated right and everyone's a piece of shit to her and they can all die. But on the other hand, she's killing everybody, burning down the school and ends up getting sucked down into hell literally through the house getting folded in on itself. Like she's not a, she's not a villain. She's not a hero. I don't she's, know what she is. She's a victim with, with inexperience at a thing and I, I kept waiting yeah. for De Palma to kind of really drive it home and deliver it because it's like, okay, you have all the power in the world, like being able to create a child. And so how do you, how do you handle that new power responsibly? Uh, and so it, it was a real interesting question that never really, really bore any fruit, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. You know, it was weird. I watched this movie yesterday, last night, and earlier in the day, um, I had breakfast at Denny's. Uh, with Nick and my uh, our waiter waitress or a server, I guess they prefer to be called these days. Uh, her name was Piper, and so I had no oh, idea really I was yeah. going to get two Pipers in a day. And I don't think I even know a Piper outside that's, of these two. That's more Piper than anyone needs. Yeah, I, hey, know. I, have, a, I have an important question. It, when you were done, though, was it time to pay the Piper? Yeah, I had to, ah. time to pay the Piper. Well, except you go pay up front, right? In that place, but that's a little yeah. bit different. But Come still, on, whatever. We tipped the Piper. Play along time, with the joke. Time to tip the Piper. Piper. This is this is important. Piper. Did, did, did Denny's used to be good 20 years ago and now it's horrible or is it me? Um, I changed. I Denny's, think Denny's has never been great, but I think yeah. maybe lately they're a little less concerned with presentation than they used to be. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say that's probably it. I mean, I think Denny's is adequate. Um, I like the fact that you can go to your Grand Slam and pick the four things that you want and pay a decent price for it, but it's not going to be even come close to the quality of like your your family owned breakfasty right. places yep. I around a, it, it I beats guess, also, I think it also depends on the Denny's. I've gone to a Denny's that was really close to where uh where I do my Weight Watcher way in <laughs> where the eggs were way undercooked and uh oh it was horrible. I never went back. But yeah. I think that it it really does depend on the Denny's. Yeah the Denny's we have is just kind of crappy diner food. But the di- but the actual location's brand new, and it looks like a diner inside. They they went yeah. all out to make it look retro, so it doesn't look like one of those things your grandparents took you to for years, the old-style yeah. Denny's. And so that helped. Like, it really did help because it felt like, well, yeah, this is kind of greasy and nasty, but it fits this zone. The pres- they, finally, the presentation. they finally made the decor fit the food. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. And it's a weird I thing, got- but yeah, Randy's not wrong to notice it. It's not I, great. I feel like, and I feel like it can't be only me or only this effect also because i can name places that like uh like i haven't been i've been living in california for a decade now right Mm -hmm. so i go these really long stretches between visits to whataburger and every time i go it's like wow it's identical Mm -hmm. to the way it's always been my entire life it Mm -hmm. takes me back to being a child like in that perfect exact flavors and everything and so I know that it's not just I'm changing, you know what I'm saying? And everything else is what is taking the blame. Like, I am certain that I could come up with other examples besides just Whataburger. No, also. I, there are lots of consistent places. Like, I, every time, if I get, you go to In-N-Out, you're pretty much getting the same experience no matter where you go. If you go to Five Guys, you get the same sort of experience. McDonald's even, for as poopy as the food is, it's poopy across, like, it's just yeah. the same everywhere, right? 
it tastes just as bad everywhere. But for some reason, there I have ta- Taco Bell and and the new. I guess our example now is Denny's, but Taco Bell and Denny's are all over the map. It depends on the franchise, who mm. owns it. Like I always talk about that Vegas or on my way to Vegas, uh, Taco Bell we stop at in Saint George oh, is Saint George, amazing. Yeah. It's so good. They give you the best combinations of everything. It's like the perfect televised commercial version of Taco Bell food. It's so good. And then the one over here by us here is just garbage. It's like eating a turd off a stick. It's so bad. So I, 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 I let their dog out, by the way. I know the poor puppy. Her. I feel so bad about it. I'm keep, like, keep talking. She's in a chair and she thinks she can't get out herself, but she literally, oh, keep talking. The, I, <laughs> love I, need help. I love it. By the I'm way, when <laughs> I love it, when a place that you go on, a, on occasion is uh, differential from one location to another, but they're all generally good. So like a few weeks ago, we're at this air show and uh, it's getting near the close and we're going to and we're talking to our friends. We're sitting on a beach. We're talking to our friends like, where do you want to go eat? Hey, let's go to In-N-Out. And one of my friends says, "Okay, this is important. Which In-N-Out? And I'm like, I don't care. Hmm. But she she has this like mental ranking of all the local In-N-Out burgers (laughs) and she wants to make sure we're going to a top tier In-N-Out. And I'm like. Uh, for me, they're really, really the same, but not for her. And I love that. I freaking love that mm. when you know which one is the good one. Yeah. And I guess all I'm saying is there isn't a good Denny's anymore. I can't. I, you never hear about somebody say, "Hey, let's drive uh, extra thirty miles to go to the good Denny's." Yeah, there's. No, I don't think they exist anymore. I think you're right. No, it's unfortunate. I, I prefer Village Inn if, of the chains. That's the one I like better. By the way, uh, pretty soon Denver is uh, getting in an outburger. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's it's going to be uh, uh, just south of Denver and Lone Tree, which is way far away. But we'll only have one in an outburger, so that will be the good in an outburger until we get multiple. Yeah, another one, <laughs> sure. We have about I don't know nine or something up up and down the valley now, and they're all I can't tell the difference. They're all good. Mm-hmm. So I think you're you're in good hands. Those guys control that stuff pretty well, oh, good. and they actually train their employees and pay them well. Which is nice. Uh, all right, we I have a who guesses <laughs> grossest moment. Oh, I'm gonna guess, and I'm I wrote this down because I thought it was hilarious that this would be the thing that grossed you out the most. Um, William Cat sticking the eraser end of his pencil <laughs> in his mouth. That's good. That's good. That's you know good. what? That's really good, but didn't not quite the one. But but because uh, that grosses me out. It's like ah, oh, yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah, don't put any, like, if you do any part of the pencil in your mouth, it's along the barrel of the pencil. Right. You shouldn't right, do right. it don't at all. You don't put the point in your mouth, and you don't put the eraser in, in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, you shouldn't do it. You should, really shouldn't do it at all, because your pencil's just dirty. But but yeah. also, the eraser end is the worst, because A, that's gross. B, your eraser stops working right. It just doesn't right. work after that. Exactly. Get it it never recovers. With your cat spit. Anyway. Uh, yeah. any all right. Guesses? No, that was my guess. That was your guess? Nah. Any guesses? Any guesses? I, I, I want to I wanna tell you about a gross thing in this movie. I don't think it actually caught Scott's <laughs> attention. Okay. But uh, when you go to a freaking pig farm and you jump into the pen, yeah. you are just jumping in, like, ankle deep into pig shit. <laughs> it is 
It is not something that you should ever do. Yeah. And you may as well, when you want to get out, you may as well just leave your boots behind. You may right. as well just just jump out of the boots as you jump back out of the pig pen. Yeah. That's just, I felt like they were they were generally too chill around that whole zone. I yeah. can't I can't believe none of them depicted the smell. Yeah. Like none of them were like, woof. Yeah. They should have all been gagging, and that would have been a lot more realistic. Yeah. Plus, if you split a pig open and bleed him out, that's not going to be. Oh, like the whole. How do you do? How do you? Oh, yeah. You need, yeah how do you, you, need, you need equipment for all that. I'm telling you, you can't just drain blood and throw it in a gas canister. There we go. Let's go. Yeah. The movie really skipped the part where they string it up. Hand waving. Right. And then. Yeah. 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 There's a weird mural, though, over there. That whole thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, <laughs> right. Very odd. They, they, they even talked about it. They're like, I don't even know what this set is right now. We're walking it from a bunch of big pictures. It's, yeah. It's kind of thrilling. going me. on? There was even a I shot think... where the camera panned around the side to where right. they were at. And it and my brain was like, what am I looking at? Oh, okay. I, That's the I'm trying to think of Scott's gross moment. And I, I can't tell if 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 uh, it, it makes him more uncomfortable or more grosses him out. And I think it was all the dirty pillow talk. I think maybe... You know, too many, maybe too many nipples. No, it was seventies. Not a lot of bras. Maybe nah, I, I don't nipples know. are yeah, fine. They're, they're, this movie has no bras whatsoever. Yeah, no, no bras. They were the bra budget was banned blown. from the set. Yeah, no yeah, bras right. allowed. No, that didn't bother me at all. So now, since y'all got it wrong, here's the gross thing. The gross. Thing. I'm <laughs> yeah. surprised you didn't catch it. They're in the car, Travolta and RoboCop girl, and RoboCop the, girl starts to suck on Travolta's fingers. That's oh, grossed yeah. me out. You know, oh, yeah, no do kidding. not put Travolta's like fingers in your freaking that. mouth yeah. as a rule everybody should abide by. Yeah. yeah, you don't even like it when you put your fingers in your own mouth, let no. alone Nancy <laughs> Allen putting his Saturday night fingers in his in his mouth. Yeah. But the but the idea of the fellatio that followed, that didn't bother you. No, because there wasn't the any. You know why there wasn't any? Because all you got was talking. she wouldn't That's stop true. talking. Um, and I'm just going to just, are you just Oh, <laughs> Billy. Oh, Billy. Or whatever. It was his name not Billy. What was his name? Oh, his name was Billy. His name was, was Billy. Billy. Oh, is he yeah, Billy? Right. Billy? Oh, yeah. Billy. Oh, oh, I forgot Billy. about. I forgot about her. Uh, I forgot about the the thing they used to do a lot, and they've done it until recently. And that's when uh, when Carrie was in the was in the store trying on lipstick. You know, just whoever mm-hmm. just stick their lips on those samples of. Oh lipstick. yeah, right. Yeah, they don't really do that too much anymore. <laughs> no, but they don't. Thing. That's not a thing. Was it a thing? You just, oh yeah, yeah man. You used like, to have the you try the lipstick. You've bought it. Yeah. If you put yeah, that yeah. up on your face, that's yours now. Yeah, they must have. By had, the way, yeah. By the way, the mural is apparently still up. Oh wow! Um, it's oh, really? it's in the it's in the middle of Los Angeles. Uh, if you if you draw like a triangle between like Huntington Park downtown L.A. and East L.A., it's in the center of that triangle along the L.A. River, and it's just a Farmer John meatpacking plant where. This mural has been up for decades, Mm. and I guess the mural is supposed to distract you from what's going on in there. Mm. Uh, This is a happy place. Mm -hmm. Apparently, (laughs) apparently the mural is still up, and people still go. They they still park uh, like blocks away and walk over to have a look at it. Really, no slaughter in here. Nothing like that going on. Mm. Has everybody seen the Klondike Morello Mortiz version of this movie? What's her name? Chloe Grace Moritz. That's her name. Have you guys seen that uh, I one? I have, yes. Yeah, is it good or what? what, what we like it's, that. It's good. It's uh, it's funny because from what I hear, uh, again, not having read the book, it's closer to the Brian De Palma shine or uh, uh, Carrie than the book uh, Carrie. Okay. The only one that's supposed to be really close to the book is the 2002 TV movie, which is also streaming on Amazon Prime. I hear it's bad except for the prom scene. So if you want to check it out, that part apparently is just great. You you know like. 
like I mentioned, it's of all three, it's the scariest of the prom scenes because Carrie's eyes roll in the back of her head and she, you just mm-hmm. realize that she is completely out of control at this point. Like her, she's reached maximum overload and she's basically doing all of this uh, unconsciously. Mm. Okay. I kind of want to see both of these just to do some comparison. Yeah, watch the entire Chloe Grace uh, Morales version, and then watch just the uh, <laughs> watch just the the prom scene of the 2002 one. Oh, and this one's set in. Was this in Maine? Did they ever point that out? Because the the Maine. other ones all say that it's the school is in right. <laughs> the school is in Maine. <laughs> did I emphasize? Did I did I emphasize Maine weird or something? Because Maine. <laughs> Maine was this one in Maine? I never heard it. And I was I was busy paying attention to the exteriors because it was shot in Santa Paula out in Ventura County. Yeah. And so it's you know, it looks real SoCal. Like yeah. it looks so I, so I never cool. noticed because I was paying attention to the psycho reuse of the psycho music. Yeah. And, and also and also the Bates High School. I'm like, are we trying right. how much, uh, much psycho well, Brian De Palma Brian De Palma is such a massive fan of Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock. He's right. gotten yep, accused yep, yep. of being um like ripping them off body double is a great example of like Brenda Palma saying, all right, every Hitchcockism of the things I love, I'm going to put in one movie. Mm-hmm. Let's just get them all out of the way. And he does it all in body double. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Which is really, which actually is a pretty enjoyable film. I don't um, think I've early seen Melanie Griffith. And, uh, it's a guy, it's basically rear window with a guy who gets a, gets to stay in a house that his friend owns. He's house sitting for a friend on this Hollywood Hill. And he's got a, telescope that points down at this other house mm-hmm. where oh. melanie griffith That's every familiar. night dance, dances uh, seductively in front of the plate glass window and he just watches her and then he sees her get murdered and you know hilarity ensues is basically. it pig blood in the newer one is it still pig? they just yeah do, there's still pig blood it's in always the, pig blood it's always pig blood it's always, right. always got to be pig blood <laughs> All right. Um, did you guys? I the, there was the thing that was more Stephen King in this movie than anything to me uh. was the 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 girls uh, throwing tampons and and chanting "plug it up." That is always it seems like the most Stephen King bullying that always okay, happens. Okay, so always I some kind of I chant. just felt like I felt like from the get go, the first shot of this movie, I felt like Brian De Palma has never actually known a woman and has never like <laughs> been in the presence of women. And just like it was just like this is some person's concept of what women are like who has no idea. Like that's right. all I got that entire first scene. And it is like I, there's no way if you're remaking this movie you do it like that at all. How how does that in the the Clarette's Flando Matisse one. What's the? How does it go there? Does she have the same little fight? That I don't remember. Uh, curious about that. <laughs> I can't think of her damn name ever, so it's going to be fake. It's just it's a, it, is. it is a it is a jumble of a of a name. Yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz. I like Chloe her. She got the she got the 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 kick ass and the whatnot. She's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's she had a potty mouth in that movie. Anyway. Uh, should we do, uh, you want to do some clips? I have some right here. Oh, you clips. have clips? Yeah. I bet there's yeah, a lot of yelling. I, yeah, this whole movie, I was just like, I'll bet Scott's capturing this. Oh, oh. I bet he captured that. Yeah. One more note that I had that we'd never even talked about. The one moment that they decided to do high-speed tuxedo shopping montage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Blue, totally weird. Yeah, it was just like, uh, all right, we're doing some tuxedo shopping. Oh, this is pretty fun. High speed. Blah, 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 blah. And then we never yeah, use that thing so ever again. 
weird thing. It's like it's like okay, we went we went too long. We went too long in that scene. I'm yeah. not gonna cut. I'm not cutting anything. Just speed the film. I up. get that he was trying to come up. You know, there's movies are always experimenting with how do we speed up time. You know, make it seem like time is passing with montages or whatever. And that was a really weird choice. And it didn't work. Yeah, now it, it annoyed me. Nowadays, you would have captured a lot more of it, and you would have done a hyperlapse with some like orchestral music, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe even some like fades to show people coming and going. And yeah, so on. or quick cuts of you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, this is just an early version of that. I I, I thought it was actually kind of cute because oh, it made me it. it made me think. Yeah, man, is there anything more boring than some teenage boys? out shopping like it's right like it was funny to, that they sped through it took it me completely out of it though i recorded that yeah. we'll hear it in a second so but. unnecessary okay um one other thing too to say real quick and i almost forgot i th- i i might be wrong but i think in the 70s it was okay if you punched a kid around right if you're oh, a teacher my, they were that was awesome <laughs> man this collins like totally like oh, She's laying into these kids. Oh, the teacher. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I don't mean the mom, yeah. but the the teacher, yeah, teachers and Miss Collins. Of, yeah, yeah Miss Collins. Punishment, totally fine. Miss <laughs> Collins was going to down on on that girl. Well, she deserved it. She, she would have been. She'd have been fired from that first slap when she easily. Yeah, slapped. What's her name in the shower? Nah, this is the seventies. You could do that. I guess it really so. was. You really could. Like I remember my brother's ten years older than me, and I remember his cohorts getting knocked around oh, by yeah. coaches. I mean, we used to get, we used to get uh, a chalkboard racist thrown at our heads. I mean, come on. Really? I never yeah. Had I never had, ever had somebody, mm. never had a teacher throw chalk at you or no. a, yeah. a chalkboard racer. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I had but a that teacher. doesn't hurt. That's just like to, that doesn't hurt you in attention. Yeah. No, those oh, little oh, oh, oh so they were just they were just throwing look, the chalk is the part I was talking about. So <laughs> oh, they, I never got hit, thrown at me. You I ever got hit in the head with some chalk? No. So uh, uh Mr. Yeah. Castellano would throw the look, erasers out. Look, I still I still yeah. lived in a pla- I still lived in an area that uh we were at I was in elementary school and we went to the museum and some of us were acting up and the teacher literally smacked us on the hand with a ruler. Wow. Oh, so I, mean, I was thinking that they brought chalk to the museum just to no, just to no, throw no, it. No. <laughs> No, no, we we were still we were still a little old old school down this side. Of town, I guess so. so. We I'd never had a teacher do anything like physical, like getting all up in your face Let's or anything. Get physical. I had a few verbal <laughs> shout outs with somebody, but never never anything like that. Um, all right, uh, let's do these here things. Oh, uh, also the smoking principles. That was the other thing. Is that the, you don't see that anymore? Mm, right. With a big old ashtray in their office, just smoldering. Gee, right. Dump that ashtray out every once in a while too. Yeah. Yeah. Look here, Cassie. We can call you. I'm not comfortable with all this lady talk. Uh, we can just call you a cab. All right. Yep. Also, <laughs> got, I think it's got a little blood on your shorts. Right. We, we Gross. Can finally, we can finally admit that a, up. We can admit a truth that's been true for the last five decades or however long. Stephen King hates religion. Just hates it. You can just mm-hmm. tell. It just yeah. oozes. Well, I think I movies. don't think he necessarily hates it as much as he knows that it's a fear. Well, he maybe. likes to play on fears. Yeah, and he likes to make horrible villains that hide behind religion as their thing. Like in the mist, in the mist, one of the greatest characters and most evil characters is the the born again lady that gets stuck in the convenience store with everybody, and she basically right. starts building a cult from mm-hmm. within inside while the mist is happening mm-hmm. outside. And man, she could not die soon enough, that lady. But he's really <laughs> he's really good at it. He's really good at bringing that out. All right, clip time. Here it is. Let's start with this one. It's one of the first things that got said. I think this is um, RoboCop Lady. You eat shit. You eat shit. All right. Mm. Thank you. By the way, RoboCop Lady was married to Brandon Brand Palma for a few years after this. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. did he meet on the set here? Is this where they, they must uh... have, yeah. Uh, and then he 
he uh, put her in a lot of his films afterwards. He looks like a thumb. Have you seen him lately? <laughs> he looks like a thumb. <laughs> like a thumb or a toe, kind of? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's fine. Just whatever. Uh, here's uh, <laughs> here's creepy. Oh, this is the kid that we think's funny. Here you go. Creepy Carrie! Creepy Carrie! It's even funnier when you just listen to the to the voice part. Yes. Oh my god! Play it again. Yeah, there. it sounds like it. Like you got to understand, they're outside in someone's front yard, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because the the sound when you just isolate the sound, it sounds like they're in a band hall or something. Oh. Yeah. No. Do we lose Randy? I don't know. No, no. He, he was finished. Oh, I think oh, okay. he unpushed. He just to took talk. his finger. He just took his finger off the thing a second, half a second too soon. Pushed uh, to talk. That's yeah. what it was. It was pushed to disappear. Uh, here's a, I don't want to play that one more time because I think it's funny. Creepy I think it's played again. It's kind of, it's kind of comical at this point. It is, I, yeah. it. Like, I, I know the this. bike had a basket and inside the basket was a cat made of, uh, church bells. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Did anyone say, uh, I bet to the little actor kid or to the nephew, they said, um, now just know when you do this scene, they're all going to laugh at you. Okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I just want people to know if you didn't watch this movie, that is from this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scott Every- keeps playing a clip of the mom from this movie. Yeah, that is not Adam Sandler. In fact, this this is her right here talking. Spread the gospel of God's salvation through Christ's blood. Gross. She's just gross. Uh, <laughs> but then there's this. <laughs> oh, the music's bad. Oh, but I kind of, I kind of like. No, you don't. You that don't. that yeah. one. That, actually, that particular saw, arrangement, you, I kind of like. You picked the good piece of music to make fun right. of. Like this, yeah, this yeah. is something that I would play on my Halloween playlist uh, mm-hmm. on Thursday. Okay, maybe there's more to come. Trust me, I didn't just capture that. But I oh, still there's, think there's on crap a, as on well a, on a range yeah. of crap to uh, maybe okay. That one's sort of in the middle. <laughs> uh, here's a here's more uh, mom weirdness. And God made Eve from the rib of Adam. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, how about this one? Say it. I didn't see him, Mama. First time was intercourse. 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 Say it. Say it. Hey, what was the second scene? That's right. I had to turn on the subtitles for that scene. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea yeah. what they were saying. Well, the first part she just says, "Say it." Say it. I love that part. Yeah, we had. <laughs> say it. We had this say cranked it. up to like eleven on our. our uh, Oh, oh yeah, God. the audio transfer on this was horrible. We had to have yeah. ours cranked up too. But then anytime there were the the, the psycho violins, man, it was like yeah, oh. now we had to turn it down immediately. Yeah, cool. yeah, it was pretty bad. All right, here's what they stole from Psycho. <laughs> Sped it up slightly, or they did, but... <laughs> like tripled mm-hmm. it or quadrupled mm-hmm. it or something. Yeah, yeah, but still, that's I mean, come on. We know what you're By the doing. way, not a good way to treat your violin if you care about your oh, violin. No. Don't do that. Oh, I hadn't even thought hairs, of that. Horse hairs flying off. Terrible. Oh, that is, and that is a violin, right? Wouldn't it be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why I ever thought of that. I never thought of it as a violin, but it totally is one. Like all this time, even the psycho one. Mm-hmm. You guys just really? blew my mind. Yeah, I never thought of it as a violin. I don't you're know what I thought it was. it was like, uh, it's, you know, Norman Bates' knife is the sound. Right. That's, that's the sound the... that Norman Bates' knife makes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Going through a shower curtain. Uh, this teacher is a huge dick and kind of deserved to get electrocuted. So I wrote, I have this click or this clip right here. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Shut up, dude. 
Oh, I hate yeah, it. The, the whole staff of the school was pretty bad, except for Miss Collins, and I, I, it was interesting. She didn't Oof. deserve to die. That bugged me. Yeah, but she was hearing it. She was, you know, Carrie was in her head. You know, she yeah, was like, but uh, Carrie thought she was laughing, but she wasn't. She was the only one there. Yeah, to support she thought her. she thought she tricked her into it. She just didn't realize how much Miss Collins was standing up for. That her. sucks. That's. I mean, it's it's actually effective because it made me yeah. not mad at the filmmakers. It made me mad at the characters. And you and you realized you was like, okay, yeah, she has to die. It's like, oh, okay, you know, oh, the other God. ones I feel felt good revenge for, but at that point, you're like, okay, yeah, Carrie has to die. Uh, by the way, the only blood that looked half decent in this movie was the actual pig blood because it was dark and goopy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All other horror movie blood is wrong in the 70s. It's all bright right. strawberry pink. Too transparent or yeah. runny. Yeah, yeah it's bad. <laughs> got to be viscous. Got to be uh, somewhat trans, like somewhat uh, transparent, but mostly opaque. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be coagulating in some places. Mm-hmm. It's got to act like blood. We're better at that now. Yeah. Way better. Thank you, Dexter. Yeah, thanks, Dexter. You're the best. <laughs> Thank you, Dexter. <laughs> uh, all right. I wrote, I don't know what this is. This isn't over. Oh, that's when she's all mad because of the high school thing. She got mm. slapped. I kept thinking, she, I'm gonna, my parents are going to sue you. And I'm like, oh, no, totally. it's the 70s. You yeah. can totally punch a kid. It's fine. Uh, here's Travolta laughing very annoyingly. <laughs> all right. There's that. <laughs> I'd love to do. And here's Travolta again saying a thing. I'm hurrying away from you, you know that? You know that? You know I'm hurrying away from you. I'm hurrying away from Why? you, you know that? Ugh. Why you touch yeah. my hair? <laughs> That's all I can wow. think about in this thing. I is... work real hard on my hair. You got to touch it. <laughs> uh, here he is again. Pain right in the ass. Okay. Pain right in the ass. That's where he likes mm. it. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Sounded like that's what I meant. It's not what I meant. Pain right in the ass. All right, great. Never call me that. I thought I told you never to call me that. All right. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> you you're really captured how he was just in a completely different movie throughout that entire scene. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's all on his own somewhere. You're right. He was in the slow lane. That's mm-hmm. what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's mm-hmm. his zipper and an old Billy. Here you go. Oh, Billy. Billy. Oh, that sounded terrible. I know. What was wrong with his zipper? Billy. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> I was like a fart. <laughs> I'm going to now assume it was a fart. From now on, it was a fart. Now now listen to it in the context of it's a fart. Yeah, pretend, everyone pretend here that Billy had too many beers. He's just all built up down there, and she goes down, and they hear this. Billy. And she still likes it. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that was really juicy. Oh, oh, no. oh Billy, zip that back up. Oh, oh. Billy. Try do it again. Can you do it again? Can you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> That's really gross. The thing that's gross got out the most is this conversation. All right. <laughs> uh here he goes, full uh cable guy. Okay, so here's that. Get her done, man. Get her done. Yeah. Get her yeah. done. Get her done. Yeah. That sounded like a girl, and I'm pretty sure it was John Travolta in the movie. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah. or they VO'd it, and it's not him. I don't know. Was his, was his voice that high? Get her done. Get her done, man. Get her done. It is high. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's annoying, though. He's really annoying in this movie. Just putting it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's, an, another, here's another great line from him, which is, you know, this is good advice for everybody, really, especially in the winter. Here you go. Keep your tits on. Okay. Mm, no, it's true. Tits on. I know you wanted to like take them off, but <laughs> keep them on. Okay. Then here's a big question: What teen girl 
knows what this is. What's she gonna wear? Carrie? A sackcloth? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's what your average 15, 16 year old dude, girls do. Right. Sit around talking about sackcloth. Uh, hey, a what's a sackcloth? Sack yeah, what, is, what even is a sackcloth? I, I don't even know. Like a gunny sack, right? Like a potato, yeah, yeah. burlap potato? Yeah, potato burlap. Is what, we know what it is, but these kids would I didn't know. know. I still yeah. don't really know. I'll take your word for it as what, as what it is, but I'm like, come on. Teenage kids, I don't care if it was the 70s, they didn't know that. That's like I didn't know the, it was it. Like in the thirties. Ah, oh, you got yourself a sackcloth. Oh, sackcloth, yeah. Yeah, see? I, I still don't know what it is. What, what is it? I don't either. Let's look it up. Sackcloth. Hop into your potato sack. Uh sackcloth. And I don't a want rough... to know what, what a film that's sack. What, that's what uh Nancy Allen was unzipping. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh here's how it's pronounced. Hold on. Sackcloth. Okay. It is a Oh, thank uh, goodness. The definition right. is a coarse cloth of goat's or camel's hair or a flax, hemp, or cotton. Uh, a garment of sackcloth. The hemp one is the one a, I usually am familiar with, modern. It says it's right. it's worn or was worn traditionally as a sign of mourning or penance. So like... Uh, you, ah, get in your prayer closet. You could probably say that dude in Game of Thrones that was like the the religious dude that was trying to take everything over and then ended up getting blown up. Oh, the, the high theater. sparrow. Yeah. The high sparrow. Yeah. You could say he was wearing sackcloth cause he was like, Mr. Look at me. I'm, you know, I'm of the earth. I'm so that's uh so that's more religious overtones than that. The girls exactly. are kind of picking on Carrie about. Yes. That makes less sense. About, yeah. Less about a poverty thing, more about, Oh, she's got to wear a sackcloth. Yeah. Because well, that's what those crazy religious people do. Yep. Sackcloth. Yep. There you go. Thank you. Sackcloth. <laughs> Uh, that was a good accent. You should do that more. <laughs> I like that. All right, here's. Oh, I already played this. It's just a cool '70s track while she's yeah. out getting her lipstick on. All right, here's an odd choice I wrote. I don't have a tuxedo body. Like, no, they have tuxedos here for you. I wouldn't look right in it. Okay, but here's the thing. I understand. You want to come up with a way to do the the fast forward and the scribbly little voices and all that. Okay, cool. That's yeah. all. That's weird, but whatever. But at least make it a point that you got to another part of the conversation, and that's why you had to speed up. It was the exact same right. conversation. They were right, just right. saying, "I don't look good in a tux." Oh, you should get a tux. Oh man, I don't look good in a tux. Well, what was the point of that? Maybe, <laughs> maybe that yeah. was their best take of that sequence, but someone like dropped a a glass offset and like there was no getting around it. Yeah. And and so they just sped through the mistake because the actors kept going. Maybe. Could have. Yeah. I know. You you basically you cut to another shot of the person working at the tuxedo place holding up another tuxedo and then you cut back to them continuing the same conversation. Like, you are asking a lot of Brian Paul. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a lot. I'm not a filmmaker, but here's how I would do it. Didn't he yeah. do eight millimeter, the Nick Cage one we always talk about? Was that him? Uh, was the other one he did. He did some Nick Cage movie. What was uh, it? Hold on, I'm gonna Snake find this. Snake Eyes. That's what I'm Snake thinking. Snake Eyes. Yeah. We should yeah. see. Yeah, Schumacher. Snake Schumacher eyes. was eight millimeter. Oh right. Okay. Did he put nipples on everybody when he made that movie? He did. Okay. He did. Well, that most would... people already have nipples, Scott. But that and they were eight millimeters long. Oh, okay. And they were they were dirty pillows. <laughs> long. You can tell we just watched a '70s movie because we're talking about nipples in length and not in yeah. circumference. So that's good. <laughs> Uh, all right, here's that line I like. I can see your dirty pillows. Oh, she's the worst mom. She's a bad mom. Your dirty pillows. Your dirty pillows. It's a phrase we wouldn't hear until a few years ago with Austin Powers. That's true. Hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 
I didn't even. Oh, see, Spoken I'm, by Carrie's mom and Austin Powers. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> get this stuff together in my head. All right, here is the sound of pig blood. I think there maybe was more an endless pig blood in that bucket. Like oh, that just oh, yeah. went on forever. Yeah. I I hate they didn't get to. I kept going. Well, how is my not notice that bucket up there? But then I was like, oh, I guess it was decorated like it was glitter and stuff mm-hmm. and i guess that's what was supposed to happen mm-hmm. was the glitter and stuff was supposed to fall down mm-hmm. yeah instead it was it was full of blood it was full of blood and also apparently a very heavy bucket a bucket heavy enough even empty to knock out william cat <laughs> yeah not only knocked him out but one of the sources that i read that was doing a body count said that his character was killed by the falling bucket. Oh, no, it was really? killed by the fire. The bu- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm with you. It's just like, uh, no, I don't consider that. <laughs> no. See, he's clearly like, ow, and then he falls down oh, and just lies there. Dude, and then he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, was this the chick in the bucket? And I'm like, okay, right. The dude in the bucket, dude from mm-hmm. the bucket. <laughs> All right, uh, time for this. It's the film sack checklist. Bits of William Cat's hair found all over the set for and, and in the food for months. Check. Uh, pig blood is not cool. Check. And finally, teacher should have been spared. I say check. Yeah. She was nice. Have her locked out with what's her name. That's fine. She couldn't mm-hmm. get in. Uh, Trek connection. We got uh, one here. This is it. Stefan Gurasach. Gurasach uh, played Dr. Or, sorry, excuse me, Mr. Morton. That's uh, the teacher, the weird teacher. On TNG played Dr. Hal Mosley in the fifth season episode, A Matter of Time. So there's an actual Trek connection in this film, which is pretty cool. Uh, Soundtrack grade, I give it a U for uneven. I think the orchestral stuff at the end was good. I think the dancing bit was good. I mean, there are moments where I was like, oh, this music fits. And then there are other oh, times. Oh, yeah. I, like, mm-hmm. I wanted to know more about that band that was oh, playing yeah. the prom. Yeah. They were good. Did yeah. they get out before the fire? <laughs> surely they did yeah no, they, they were, were all having they're all yeah. having a smoke break yeah out, all, out behind the place hopefully gotcha. hopefully that's tr- i mean the implication is the only survivor is amy irving right uh, by right. the way was anyone else just taken aback by the idea of going into the principal's office and he and some teacher were smoking and there was a cigar or like a cigarette at ashtray right there on the desk and so mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. that just kind of grabbed me i couldn't stop thinking about me it. too i so much so i mentioned it about 20 minutes ago in the show <laughs> <laughs> wait there's a there's a red on air light on that thing yeah there's a red oh yeah i did this the other day on tms i still get emails about that by the way gosh dang really? it. oh yeah people think it's hilarious uh, that i screwed that up they think that's so freaking funny it's like, oh, well, right. you know, Scott, they're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> they're all going to laugh at me. Like, they're all going like, to laugh at you. Yeah, sorry, what? Just imagine, only 40 years ago, just imagine what the interior of all places smelled like. Like, oh, except yeah. for Carrie's house. Carrie's like, house smelled smelled like candles, apparently. But yeah. everywhere, sure. and, and by the way, I'll bet Carrie's house stank of candles. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm, um, I'm sure, like, uh, uh, Yankee Candle Works is a place of the devil, and there's no way she'd ever shop there and buy anything. I wonder why she was last showering. Do you think she waited till everybody else was done? Like, right. why was she? Oh, oh you're ever? talking about oh the place. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's modest. Yeah. She's modest. Well, right. Yeah, and speaking, and she's okay with showers. So why wouldn't she take a shower with the pig's blood? Like, if you're gonna wash all the pig's blood off of you, mm-hmm. you do that in the shower. You don't do that in the bath where you're no. just sitting in all the yeah. pig's blood. Agreed. And, you know, this is such a. This is really good. This is a really good thing that Stephen King did here. The horror of 
going through puberty and having to be undressed in your peers in showers and stuff has been a fear of, I think, every student ever who has ever went to school. Mm -hmm. So why do we still do it? Why don't we have why can't we have like gym and last period where you can go home and you can do something about it later? Why? Because it teaches you to be comfortable with your body and yourself. Uh But in front of what your peers while you're going through puberty, I can understand it when you're in your twenties. It's like, I'm comfortable when I'm in my twenties, but when you're changing and trying to understand it, that's it's not also time. cheaper. She was supposed that's to be time. She was that's supp- not a time to try to get comfortable with yourself. Yeah. But she was supposed to be a senior and the, none of them. Like I understand late bloomers. It certainly happens, but right. I, I'm with Dunaway here. Don't shout. It's never, that was never good. No, it's not no. good. Now it wasn't good. Then don't have us all in the same damn shower. I'm especially with Dunaway on how you're supposed to pronounce the word horror. Yeah, horror. Like, horror. 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 I like that I a lot. Love it. I, I've, I'm going to miss October for the next 10 months because we, we're not going to get to hear. <laughs> I'll bring it. I'll Ryan bring it back. Dunaway's yeah, we'll get word. some horror movies in here and there just so we yeah. can hear you say it. This isn't, you know, this is, we can watch horror, horror movies uh, <laughs> horror. the other 11 months of the year. Yeah. We need more horror movies. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> get John Travolta in here. <laughs> well, you gotta watch a horror. I need me watch a horror. Horror. Uh, <laughs> you can hear it either way, right? I can almost hear him say it either way. That's Starring in a horror movie. Uh, all right. Scott's Scott's version is more Andrew Dice Clay, which yeah. also works perfectly. Yeah, he should have been in this. All right, here's a uh, moment for you guys. You guys get to do two hundred and Katie. 280 280 characters or less summation of this film as if you were to put it on Twitter. Let's start with Randy. Carrie, we open on the inside of a place where naked women are just spilling out of the gang shower area into a Saturday night at Ibbett's house. Yeah. I don't know if we end up there. You know, it's funny. This is the one episode where there's an actual prom where I didn't do any prom Ibbett things. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Well, I did did a prom intro, so that's all right. Yeah, you're fine. It's all good. We you did your fiduciary duty. They can't come after us for that. Trump uh, was represented. There you go. Uh, I'll Brian Dunaway. Gary, I can see your dirty pillows and really way too much more. More than I care for. The Palma was weak. The Palma was weak. Say it. <laughs> He's the second sin. Uh, and then finally, Brian Ibbett. <laughs> did I only needed like eight, 18 characters oh, for this okay. one? Gary. Oh, this is a period piece. Ah, 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 <laughs> it is. Oh my gosh, that's a good one, though. That was a good joke, eh? No, 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 that joke. was really good. That's you. Just, I feel like an idiot that that's not my alternative title today. I was oh. like crossing my fingers that nobody would would, like would make use it that out of joke for the entirety of the show, so that, so that my uh, Twitter post would stand up. Oh, that's big points in your in your scorecard that was very good oh thanks thanks all right time for this now oops wrong one here uh just handed this list of potential titles it was almost called bloodbath would have been better for period piece Mm. Uh, or (laughs) travolta in the bucket uh got a couple emails to read here real quick at the end of today's show this is uh uh, sent to us at our email address filmsack at gmail.com super easy to do go there do it filmsack at gmail.com danny wrote in He's also known as the Trek Noid. Sounds like an accented version of Daryl's name. But anyway. Avoid the Trek Noid. He says, listening to Panic Room, best country musician turned actor, and no one comes up with Chris Christofferson. Oh, good point. Good point. (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, is, he, is he a really good country musician or a really good actor? Because I'm finding uh, I like him as an actor more than I do a musician. I think he's yeah. I think he's great fun to watch. I loved him in Blade and the Blade sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he he's fine. Whatever. And then he says best rapper turned actor, and no one says Will Smith. Uh, good point. We well, did, though. I'm sure we did. No, we didn't say Will Smith. We, we should didn't. have, but we didn't. I'm sure we did. We were looking for... I mean, here's the thing. It, Will Smith is a good... That is a good... That is one that we did not bring up. We yeah, really but Will, Will up, Smith if, is so much more weighted on the actor side and so much less on the rapper side. The rapper side just feels like a blip in well, his that's history. Well, that's where he... Yeah, but I don't know. It's according to what you were listening to back in the day. Like, I just heard Nightmare on My Street yesterday on the radio. Yeah, oh, and, my, yeah. and I think I could beat Mike Tyson was like song of the year among my little crowd, whatever year that came out. I like Jiggy with it, and I like the Miami song. I like <laughs> That's much later on. That's after he was an actor. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But I like them. Your Big Willie style. Yeah. Um, We're talking back when he was French, fresh, the French Prince. The French Press. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the French Press of Bel Air. Yeah. <laughs> making making uh, coffee all day and night. Crazy. All right. Finally, Keurig, Keurig, Wait, Jazzy. Some boys are making coffee French in my Prince. neighborhood. Right. Wow, we talked Keurig. a lot more about the Fresh Prince than I would have suspected after watching Carrie. I didn't. Right, I but I also we need to. I don't want to let just that fly by. Randy just made a very good pun. What'd you call it? Keurig and the Keurig, Jazzy Jeff, and the Fresh French Press. Yeah, there. That's perfect. Well done. That might be tonight's title. We'll have to see. All right. Uh, finally, email from Jeff Cox. Caucus, what is this? C O H C the Cochosky. Oh the horror. Kochotsky. I can't read it. Anyway, he says this. Hey Sack Squad. I was just listening to the episode about Panic Room where I heard you guys go off and uh uh oh sorry. I heard you guys go off on you about ramen. I don't know. If he, okay, he wrote that wrong. Oh, yeah, ramen noodles. Yeah. Yeah. He says, Brian Dunaway mentioned uh, something about his roommate who would add mayonnaise to it. Now, you might think it's disgusting. But one of my all-time yep. favorite noodle dishes comes with a packet of mayonnaise and mustard, and you add it to the noodles, and then you cook them. It is the most freaking delicious thing you'll ever find. He gave me a, a link to it. It's mm-hmm. called Mayojo Epechan Yakasoba. And you can get it on that. Amazon. Yeah, has them, I guess. And he says, anyway, I just wanted to support the mayo users of the world, especially my wife, who dips her French fries in it. Keep mining these depths. I look forward to the next 10 years of Film Sack, Jeff. I wonder if she's Canadian. Maybe. She could be. I never once saw Canadian eat uh, French fries in, in uh, mayo. And oh, really? I'm telling you, they eat so many French fries. It is like, it, it's unbelievable how mm. many French fries are consumed in Canada. Well, we do the french fries mixed with ketchup and then therefore the pink sauce that's like a huge thing here mm-hmm. that a lot of other states are like what the hell are you doing um so i guess in theory i dip them in mayo but it's very heavily ketchup influenced mayo you know it's got a lot of- <laughs> yeah my favorite thing is over at Wingstop. you get the french fries with the their honey mustard which is half mayo oh, yeah honey mustard delightful oh. Oh, yeah. let's see how much is really this stuff for wings one pack of oh my gosh I'm sorry. Okay. This this ramen that you mix the 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 mustard and the yeah, ra- yeah, thing yeah. with, uh, yeah. forty seven dollars ninety five cents for five packets. That's ridiculous. Wait, I yeah. I see one for two fifty with three seventy shipping. Oh, where where am I? Maybe it's because you must I'm, be ordering the big pack. I'm just ordering one piece at a time. Are you it's doing 47 it? Forty seven crates. <laughs> right, forty seven crates of that stuff. Jeez. Are God. you gonna do it? Are you gonna get one? Yeah, I'm gonna try one. I gotta try one. Why? Why wouldn't I try one? 
Okay, here's at my, one. Is, at my grocery huh. store, forty seven dollars would get you the entire aisle. <laughs> like you could buy every ramen package that they have at the store for forty seven. Yeah, plus all the weird pickled stuff next to it. Like you'd get all that whole row. You're right. Oh, I didn't know you could pickle this. Yes. Uh, that sounds really good to me right now, Ramen. You does. can pickle anything, Brian. Don't worry. That's true. Mm-hmm. Can you? Can you? Can you pickle me? I've right got now? nipples. Can, can you, you pickle me? Can, can yes. You me? <laughs> I'm saying yes. It's true. You can pickle anything. Any known substance, pickleable, pickleable. Anyway, pickleable. That's pickleable. Our next film is a movie that did not do great at the box office or with critics, but always had me curious. And it's Tears of the Sun. Yes, that's right. Our post October first film, Tears of the Sun, a movie made by. Uh, none other than Antoine Fuqua starring Bruce Willis in some sort of war movie. War. I uh, always meant to what see it. What is that good for? It, absolutely nothing, nothing. Say it again. But here's the thing. Uh, this came after Training Day. Uh, Fuqua's got kind of a spotty deal going. Like he's got a lot of cool movies. And then there's some real bummers in there. Apparently this is one that is, there's some split. There's some people who think it's Razzie worthy. And there are people who think it's Oscar worthy. And so we're going to dive in and find out for ourselves. Tears of the Sun next week. Sweet. Ooh. Yeah, that'll be good. No, uh, film set or uh, uh, Netflix, right? Yeah, 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 two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two, oh, sorry. Two weeks. Ooh. No show next week. We, t- we uh, traditionally take a, a week off for the BlizzCon. Uh, Randy's very busy, of course, with it. Usually we're traveling for it as well. We're not this time, but still very busy. So no show next week. One week off until Tears of the Sun the following week. Uh, right here at Film Sack. We'll kick off our 11th year oh, of Film Sack. Lord, that's insane. Wow. That's insane. Those are weird words you're saying out loud. I can't believe it. <laughs> um, but thank you all for being here with us for this long run. I know there are many of you who have listened since day one, from Kroll to Carrie. And I've only watched two movies. <laughs> yeah. And I've only seen two of those films. I'm sure there's got to be a couple who have just gone all in on everything. There has to be. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I want to know those people. Or maybe I don't. Maybe they're freaky. Mm. You don't want to know. Well, I mean, the four of us have done it, so. Yeah, Scott, you know me. We're, we're pretty freaky. Yeah. We're pretty yeah. freaky. We can get pretty freaky. Pretty freaky. Yeah. So anyway, no. uh, it's been a wonderful 10 years. Can't wait for more. And um, uh, there's another thing I was going to say. Oh, that's on Netflix. Tears of the Sun. Netflix. That's where you're watching it. We like to, People always are like, where is this? I'm like, well, you can search yourselves, but we'll go ahead and tell you. Netflix. Uh, that's going to do it. Assuming it stays there for two weeks. Sometimes we get hosed right. on that deal, but it should still be there. Uh, as far as we know, filmsack.com is our website. You can leave us an email at filmsack at gmail.com. You can even follow us on Twitter at filmsack. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian and for Randy intercourse. We'll see you next time. <laughs> well, the first send. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Keep your tits on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.